here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Geico presents Yikes, another voicemail from your roommate. Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Welcome back, everyone. This is When Men Open Up, a show where we are redefining manhood through transparency. My name is Dominique Bond, and I'm with my guy, Destin Peggins. Yeah, what's good? <laughs> but the topic for the day is... I am not a punching bag, mm-hmm. and those of you that's wondering what is this all about, uh, we really want to discuss an important topic, a uh, topic that uh, I don't think is discussed enough, True. Um, but it is the topic of uh, men being victims of domestic abuse, domestic violence, mm-hmm. and one, one, of the, one of the many problems with this is, um, obviously, it's, it's, it's wrong, it's, it's unacceptable, but um, it, it seems as though it looks a little different. Um, compared to women being victims of domestic abuse or domestic violence. And part of that reason is, you know, we don't see men in that light. We don't see men as victims. And the question is why? Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't look at men as victims when it comes down to domestic abuse or domestic violence is because, you know, hey, you're bigger than a woman, you know, and hey, you're more macho and you're more, you're, you're stronger and, and so forth. But when it comes down to, and we're going to go over many different things, when it comes down to domestic abuse, domestic violence, um, it can be physically, um, it, can be, it can be physical, it can be emotionally, um, it can be sexual as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of men for different reasons who um, are experiencing this. But one, another big thing is they're not coming forward with it as well for different reasons. Yeah, and I think it really goes back to what you said that, you know, we're men and in many cases, uh, you know, bigger than your significant other, you know, there's a stature, but there's also a stigma associated with uh, men who are abused, you know, it, it, it almost sounds weird to even say it, uh, but just because it's weird to say it does not mean that it doesn't happen. And I think the one of the predominant issues that men struggle with uh, in this area as far as opening up is the ridicule uh, associated with sharing the story. And so it's almost this catch 22, you know, uh, do I say something? Do I report it? Uh, if I defend myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to suffer uh, the the consequences of people talking negative and, and really being viewed in a in a negative light either way it goes yeah. and so you know it's my belief that on today uh you know we'll cover some things that address those areas and hopefully mm-hmm. bring a sense of uh, relief to the brothers who are in those predicaments and not only the brothers who are in those predicaments but these are conversations that we have to have 
uh, amongst ourselves and, and with our our young men, our sons. You know, it's 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 an interesting conversation that I think is often overlooked. Most definitely. Yeah. And when we say um, overlooked, it's it's definitely something when it comes down to that type of behavior. It's it's more acceptable. It's, it's more tolerable. And you know, we should have these conversations yeah. because you know, some of us we have we have kids as well, and we have to. You know, I, I remember in high school in the hallways. Mm-hmm. You know, guys for whatever reason getting their behind wood, you know, <laughs> getting hit on and yeah. so forth. But we didn't think too much of it. That you know, he'll be fine. He can handle it. But you know, there's a lot of men that that's growing up and 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 still having that perspective, that view on things. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's causing a lot of issues. But you know, like we said before, um, and you hit on is that ridicule. And, you know, the question is always why? Mm-hmm. If you are a grown man, why are you why are you not leaving that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, just just leave. If you're being treated like that, just leave. But, you know, it's the shame. You know, yeah. men deal with shame as well. It's the shame of, you know what, if other people hear about this, what are they going to think about me? You yeah. know, um, how, how can I as a man, how can I step forward? And and even go to the police and and, and say this. Are they gonna even believe me? Are they gonna question me and and, and act like I did something? Sure. You know. Yeah. Um. And and with the leaving as well, there are so many different things that that makes it difficult just for someone to just up and leave a relationship. It's never that easy to just up and leave a relationship. Sure. You know. Yeah. And we have to understand there's several other factors involved. One factor is simply kids. Mm. You know, um, if I, you know, report this and, you know, what about my kids? If I'm mm. going through this, my kids may go through this as well. You know, um, I don't want to. It's a lot of men when it come down to the um, to the court system. They don't believe in it. You mm. know, they don't they don't really believe that, you know, I may not have custody of my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They may not. They may, they may not side with me. So it's not that cut and dry to just for someone to just up and leave. This is not an excuse. This is explaining, expressing, understanding that, hey, look, it's it's more factors involved as well. And and I think, you know, we as people, because I I don't want to limit this and say that this is just a a male perspective. I I feel like it goes both ways with what I'm about to say. But uh, one of the things that I believe keeps men from, say, calling the police is the implications afterwards. Right. You know, we, we say things like, well, it was just a little disagreement. Mm-hmm. And, and that little disagreement doesn't warrant, uh, you know, my wife, my girlfriend going to jail. And, and now here we are jumping through hoops, worrying about child care. Right. And, uh, you know, now you got to go to court and all this other stuff. And so now you're not... You're not only losing time, but now you're losing money. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is that uh, we fail to address the behavior and the reasoning behind why the response is to get violent. You know, mm-hmm. why? Why is the? Uh, you know, if we have a disagreement, or if it escalates, why are we getting physical with one another? And so, because we're not having that conversation, what it becomes is it becomes a pattern. And it, I think it also sets a, a false narrative for the young boys who see this. And what I mean by that is, is that uh, I grew up in a household like, like many men uh, were, were told not to hit a woman, you know. And so I, I believe that wholeheartedly, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't uh, hit back. 
But the reality is, is that nobody ever said what to do if you're being attacked, you know. And so the young boy who oftentimes is told if somebody hits you, defend yourself, you know, especially as right. it relates to another male, mm-hmm. you know, what it, what does what lesson is he learning and, and what is he internalizing when he sees the male in his life being uh, beaten on by uh, maybe his mother? Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's a weird conversation and, and it creates a very unique uh, situation that oftentimes we're just, we, we haven't equipped ourselves with how to uh, engage that conversation and, and not only that conversation, but what do we do in that situation? That's real heavy because when they're in that type of environment and based upon how you deal with it, yeah. it, it, it does, it is learned behavior and it can be passed on and, and your son can grow up and, and actually that can be, he can be a victim of that as well. True. But you know, where, where does domestic violence really stem from? And it really stems from that control, that power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a form of manipulation and so forth. You know, I, I actually know someone who, um, who shared um, a story about um, the mother of his kids mm-hmm. and how she will always use the kids as a way of control. Mm-hmm. And she really just wanted her way and she would do spiteful things in order to really control his life. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, I kind of got to the point where, you know, you know, she's, she's pretty much a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And I pretty much became numb to it all. And he, he, he became numb to it because he just said, you know, I just got tired with it. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I don't want to, I, I just got tired of um, worrying about the kids. I got tired of dealing with when I'm going to see the kids and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. But that is a form of abuse as well. Oh, and and yeah. the the bad thing is, is what he highlighted. I just became numb to it. Mm-hmm. So now he's now he's to the point where, you know what, I just deal with it. Yeah. She, now she just has her way. She just does what she want to do. And he just said, you know what, I just don't want to have anything else to do with it. You know, that's that's interesting that you said that because I know somebody in a similar situation. They actually left. But the but their their frustration was is that why do I have to always be the one who takes the loss? Mm-hmm. Meaning like why do I have to leave? This this is just as much my house as it is yours. It's uh these are our kids, mm-hmm. you know, our kids, not your kids, my kids, these are our kids. So why why am I the one having to essentially restart? Yeah. And, and I think when we factor in uh, the the tangible cost, the the monetary cost, you know, to relocate, and you know, sometimes people just make this decision that it's not worth it. Right. And, and much like your friend, he just becomes numb and says, "Well, you know, every day is not like this," mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, and, and I really think that uh, in order for us to really see changes in this area, we we have to challenge uh, a lot of the social norms. Um, you know, I know recently that whole issue with, with Bow Wow came out, you know, and, you know, when, when this picture was posted and, you know, I don't know the, the background as far as why the altercation started, but, you know, he had all the marks on his face and people were like, man, you know, Looks like Wolverine got you or right. something like that. Right. You know, and, and we will always be stuck 
uh, in this place where we're uncomfortable while having this conversation, especially if the first reaction is to laugh and joke on the person. Most definitely. Uh, because at the end of the day, if the shoe was on the other foot, uh, I'm pretty sure that the, the response would have been a lot different, you know. Most definitely. And it really has to get to the point where it's equal on both sides. Definitely. Um, hopefully we'll move, move more and more closer to that. But the fact that matter is it's unacceptable on both sides to, to hit, to make threats and so forth. But we, we have to really, you know, I think the next thing is, is really recognizing the behavior and the, and the yeah. warning signs as well. You know, um, are there any physical threats? You know, mm -hmm. are there, um, is the person, you know, constantly beating you down emotionally or mentally, you know, um, is that, is that a toxic environment for your kids? Mm -hmm. You getting them saying, um, even putting your kids in that, in that situation, you know, would that be acceptable for your kids mm -hmm. to go through? And it's just so many things that I've just being thrown at you. The list goes on and on and on, but we have to really recognize the behaviors exactly. and recognize the things that's uncalled for and really ask ourselves, is this really acceptable? Is this really healthy? Mm -hmm. You know, is this, am I, am I safe? Do I feel safe? If I don't feel safe, why don't I feel safe? Mm -hmm. You know, if, if this is the person that I love, you know, is it right not to feel safe? And this is a, this is a question. These are questions that you just, um, you just go through your process and have an understanding for because then it'll help you dig in different other places, you know, um, long term, where, where is this going to really turn mm -hmm. to? Um, do I hesitate to, to express and be myself? Why do I ha have this hesitation in being myself? So the list goes on when it comes down to recognizing that behavior. You know, one of the things I, th I think is that we don't always have the best image of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is oftentimes, uh, when you're, we're in certain environments, we believe that that's the best that we deserve, you know. So if we're in abusive relationships, uh, there's tendencies to believe that, well, this is this sh she, he, whatever, this is the best person for me. And uh, that's just the way things have to go. And, and we really have to examine, first of all, what we believe about ourselves. You know, when we were preparing for this message, uh, I was thinking about uh, a very popular Bible scripture. I think that people often use it like weddings and stuff. And uh, it was first Corinthians, the, the love chapter, you know, mm -hmm. 13. And it starts talking about some of the, uh, the attributes of love, you know, it says that love is patient. Love is kind. It, it holds no record. Uh, but it says it also that love does not dishonor. And when we have the wrong image of love, you can't say that I love this person and disgrace them in the same mention. You know, if, if you're abusing somebody, there's going to be evidence of the abuse, whether it be mental, whether it be physical. And when, when you're disgracing the person, how can you in like fashion say, I love this person? Mm -hmm. and, and I really think that it boils down to one wrong self image and then two not a real proper understanding of of love uh what happened to all of the other alternatives to abuse you know what when does a a serious conversation happen where you know we're not yelling we're not uh you know getting in each other's faces but we're we're having a difficult com difficult conversation but we're doing it in a civil manner uh, one of the things that, that I share with people, especially when I do marital counseling, 
I say, look, you know, arguments are a part of life. You know, disagreements are a part of life. You have to set the ground rules of engagement when you're getting ready to have a an argument, a disagreement. And you both have to agree to the ground rules because what it does is it keeps uh, it keeps you one from not being physical with one another. But it also keeps you from uh, saying something that you are not going to be able to recover from. Right. And so you have to have those rules and those boundaries, you know, and, and consequently, I, I really think that is uh, it's, it's really disappointing that. It's easy to have the domestic conversation with a woman mm-hmm. as opposed to a man. I, I you know, and, and I think that's a lot of, you know, maybe some of my own thought processes, my own upbringing. But, mm-hmm. you know, with with a woman, you know, uh, let's let's be honest. The first thing we say is, hey, go get your brother, get your uncle or something. You know, uh, we're, we're suggesting that the reaction should be violence, right. essentially. But with the man, it's like. I don't, I don't know what you should do, man, other than leave, you know? And so uh, that really speaks to the, the serious nature of this conversation that a lot of men are really stuck and don't know how to proceed. Is it, do I just suffer? Do I become numb? Yeah. Or what, what controls, what implements do we put in this relationship to ensure that we're not crossing these boundaries? And to make things worse is, you know, with, we have to understand the behaviors of abusers as well. And once again, it's all based upon control. Yeah. And with that being said, they want to have, they want to really control every element of that environment so they can continue the way things is, um, is going. So with that being said, um, just like somebody commented, uh, they will isolate that person. Yeah. Um, they will, they will, you know, They'll just control. They'll they'll do whatever it takes to really control that person's, um, you know, behavior as well. So with that being said, I think we have to do our due diligence um, in really standing up for one another. True. I mean, we see that whether we see marks on someone's face or we see um, um, peculiar or weird behavior mm-hmm. from a person. Let's not respond to that by just saying, you know what, that's that's not my business. I don't want to yeah. step into that. No, I mean, if that's if that's someone you really care about, if that's someone you really love, look into that, you know, even even step into that person's home. You know, y'all are y'all consider each other brothers, yeah. you know, what I'm saying sisters or whatever the case may be. Step into that person's home, step into that person's environment and, and really see what's going on, because for us, like you just stated, it's already difficult for us to speak out and go to somebody. Yeah. So with that being said, we have to have that understanding as well and really talk to our brothers, too. And it's like, hey, man, like, you know, what I just seen, mm-hmm. you know, what you just told me, you know, I don't think that's I don't think that's healthy, man. Let's 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 dive into that real quick. Exactly. What's, what's really going on? How long has been happening? You know, what are some things I can do for you? What what do you really need? You know what I'm saying? We just go from there. You know, one of the things you and I often talk about is, you know, how do you create a safe place for men to talk about these issues? Mm-hmm. And one of the responsibilities, much to what you're talking about, you know, as these issues come up, uh, we have to be advocates. You can't just be a, a one who holds on to the information. Uh, it's good to be a, a safe, reliable source uh, where I can do, you know, I can dump, you know, my stuff and say, well, I know Dominique is going to keep this to himself. 
But the reality is that if you know I'm going back into an environment that can be detrimental, uh, there has to be some type of accountability where you say, hey, man, look, uh, as a friend, as a brother, let me talk to you about this. Right. Because because here's the thing. Uh, let, let's be honest. Um, you, you know, we're talking about men who um, are, are victims of domestic abuse. But the reality is what's keeping that man from snapping? You know, what's keeping that man from saying, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to let you hit me. And, you know, you act like this is what you want. So I'm going to give it to you. Right. You know, and, and we we need to be able to almost see the future and, and recognize that, hey, man, if we don't do something, it's headed in that direction. Well, definitely. And, uh, you know, I, I, I really think that, uh, once again, the accountability is the key. You know, we have to go deeper in our friendships. You know, a lot of our friendships are very uh, superficial on the mm -hmm. surface level. You know, we talk sports and, you know, all that other stuff. But, you know, I, I need to know about your overall well-being. Most definitely. And we and the thing is, when we have that type of position, when we're friends with someone, yeah. when we consider someone our brother, you have the ability to really intervene. You have yeah. the ability to really shift things. So with that being said, it's just like when we um, we had that episode on Peacemakers, yeah. you know, let's let's go in and really see what's going on. And I really do believe um, we also have to go back and really have this conversation with our kids as well. And, and not just get in the habit of just stopping and saying, you know what, just don't put your hands on a woman. Yeah. You know, really teaching our, our boys to have some standards um, and set some boundaries, you know, um, and, and really teach them how to verbalize that mm -hmm. and how to communicate that. What is acceptable? Uh, what is unacceptable? You know, really teach them how to communicate that and, and really setting that standard. You know, one of the things that I think will help in that area uh, one of the things I, I tell my sons all the time is is that you're you're responsible for your reactions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if something happens to you, there there is a a split amount of time where you process it, yeah. and then you make a decision as far as what you're going to mm -hmm. do. And, and I think we we would find ourselves in a very uh, beneficial position if we take advantage of those moments and those opportunities to ask ourselves, okay, is my response uh, is it necessary and is it going to yield the type of results that I want? Uh, a lot of times, let's be honest, there is a temporary gratification in doing the wrong thing. But the long-term consequences are not worth the reaction. You know, a lot of times we make split-second reactions yeah. that ultimately cost us everything. And so we have to get to the point where we recognize those things. And so, you know, one of the things, and, and as my sons get a little older and we have this conversation, one, you're not a punching bag, but the reality is, is that you have to understand your worth. Recognize that what direction this conversation is headed in. You can almost tell when things are getting off course in a conversation, when when they're escalating. And so have the have the wherewithal to to really back and say, you know what, this is going in a bad direction. Yeah. Uh, let me be the one to step away from this. Mm -hmm. You know, and once again, I talked earlier about having a ground rules for how do we engage, you know, when we're having a disagreement, let that be one of the, the ground rules where we'll say, hey, if it gets too heated, one of us needs to step away and I'm going to go ahead and volunteer to be the one who, who backs away. Most definitely. Conflict resolution, we, we didn't done programs on that is, is always important. 
it's always important understanding how to, how you um, handle conflict, how the person that you communicate handle conflict, and understanding what all you all need to um, set and, yeah, and, and implement to make sure you all can um, accomplish whatever goal that you were mm -hmm. um, that you set. Um, I really want everybody here enjoying this video uh, to share the video, share the broadcast with uh, anyone. And I really want people to uh, really, you know, Google and search. Um, it's, it's not a lot of groups um, mm -hmm. when it comes down to men um, yeah. that's, that's victims of domestic abuse or domestic violence. But really just take time out to, you know, see what's out there, you know, see mm -hmm. what groups are out there, see uh, what support groups are out there, what organizations are out there. Uh, what resources are out there because you never know if you may come across someone who uh, who's a victim to that and you because you have that knowledge now you know what you can um, provide them because you didn't done their research and now you, you're able to provide the information to them because many of us we don't know the resources true um, there's a lot of things that we deal with on a regular basis and we don't think that you know what there's a resource for that and um, I, I really challenge people to really utilize those resources and really look into those resources and so forth. You know, with, with that being said, also as it relates to the resources, once again, you have to see yourself as valuable and understand that you might not have the skills uh, to work out this situation. And that's what a resource is for, is to help yeah. you in the matter and the situation. If, if certain things have been going on for a course of time with no change, then that might be the indication that I need to introduce a resource. And so, and once again, we have to be advocates for one another. You know, one of my, one of my rules for my personal accountability is, is that uh, I don't ask advice from people who I know is going to give me wrong advice. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really ask people from from a vantage point that that think a little bit more mature than right. than I want. I don't want anybody to agree with uh, if, if I'm leaning towards making the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody saying, Dexter, do that. You know, I, I need somebody to say, hey, look, there's a better way, a better approach to this. Because once again, I, I'm in a relationship with my wife and we're building something. And we've talked about this before, you know, uh, in conversations about relationships. If you're with that person, uh, ultimately you're building towards something. And one of the foundations of any relationship is communication. And if it gets to a point where it becomes physical, it becomes violent, there was a breakdown in the, fu the fundamental uh, necessity of every relationship, which is communication, you know, and so yeah. we have to examine daily what's going on in these relationships. Yeah, and let's practice understanding. Um, we we only go by what we see, and we we have this habit in society where we blame the victim. Yeah. You know, you should have left, and you, why are you staying, and so forth. But we got to understand that there's a lot of things that we just are not aware of. So before we jump the gun, understand that. There's so many other factors involved that makes things difficult. Many of us, matter of fact, everyone that's probably listening to this, to this broadcast right now can think back in a situation where you could have easily just left. You yeah. could have easily just moved on, but you continued on dealing with whatever the case may be. And you're probably hitting yourself right now just, um, just telling yourself, you know what, I could have left a long time mm -hmm. ago, whether it was smaller or something big. So 
it was all based upon your level of understanding as well. So sometimes we, we, we stay in a, in, a, in a situation based upon our level of understanding. It can be some other barriers and, and, and other factors involved as well. So let's practice some understanding that. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share, man? No, brother, I, th I think uh, uh, all that I have to share today has been said. And so really, uh, once again, let's be advocates for one another. Uh, let's examine uh, our love uh, the meaning of love and, and especially as it relates to the relationships that we're in uh, one uh, are we invested in the person and then more importantly are you invested in your own mental and personal well-being and I think when we start to uh, reconcile those things we'll start to see better relationships once again you all this is when men open up a show where we are redefining manhood through transparency if you have any feedback uh, you have any upcoming events that you would like us to participate in, you can easily inbox us on our Facebook page. You can easily DM us on Instagram. Email us at whenmenopenup at gmail.com at whenmenopenup at gmail.com. But once again, we always appreciate you joining in. My name is Dominique Bond. And I'm Dexter Pegas. And we are out. Join us next time. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.